0: Welcome to One Long Conversation. I'm Sonia. And I'm Colby. This is a podcast about spiritual awakening.
1: Yeah, and through that we talk about art, culture, conscious parenting, and healing yourself so you can express and freely share your unique perspective with this world.
0: This is a fun and informative conversation that we have daily, and we're sharing it with you.
1: Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy.
0: seeing and experiencing the shift from Libra to Scorpio. I didn't really feel the shift from Virgo to Libra that much, but man, that's also because Libra is weak in the sun sign anyway, Yeah, for lack of a better word, weak, but um, no sign is weak, but Scorpio has really come on and I am seeing so much of that theme. I'm seeing that theme reflected back to me in... A lot of the death and the rebirth, I just, I just gave an online healing session and that theme came up with my client about letting go of the old. And this is being reflected back to me. I've got several people in my life who are, see, there was like a revisit of the past, a letting go of the old, this constant letting go of the old, letting go of an idea stop getting caught up in an idea of what it should look like. Something else that has um, come up in the last, I would say, month. When you're focusing on manifesting, let go of the visuals of manifesting. Focus on the feeling and what kind of experience that you want to get what you want to experience. Because if you focus on the visual, you block source from bringing in what's coming in for you because you can't visualize what's coming in for you. It's so much bigger. It's so much more than what you can visualize. All these things I'm just kind of noticing are swirling around in front of me and I hear these echoes back from clients, students, friends, family about that the we're really coming to the end of a cycle and there's this new energy since we're in eclipse season the new energy coming in is so much bigger and brighter than what you could have imagined and to see where you're at from a different perspective I really I'm Viewing this as the fourth dimension is really here now, the observation of the third dimension and the observation of duality. Being able to really be the witness to it. Something that we talked about in the car, I said to you, I'm I'm really getting in the guides for bringing in during my meditations in the mornings and before I go to sleep, the observe yourself, be aware that you're witnessing your life. I I am witnessing that I'm driving right now. I'm witnessing that I'm talking in the podcast episode on the microphone. I'm witnessing that I'm drinking my tea. I'm witnessing that I'm giving a session. And then what did you say? You I said don't yesterday, remember. You don't remember what you said in the car from that? No. You said, and then there comes the point where you witness the one who witnesses all of it.
1: Yes. Remember that? Um, <laughs> I yeah well because it's it's true it is. I mean, I I have gotten to a place where my lesson and my realization is that the idea of of manifestation as it's as it was delivered to me in my youth is mostly ego construct. Um, in reality, we actually have no control over the things that are brought into our life. And it's actually the acceptance of the realization that you have no control is what we view as like manifesting. It's coming to terms with the fact that you have no control. Now, the ego doesn't like that. So the ego wants to have control. It wants to bring in the things that it wants to bring in. But we come into life with preset karmas and preset identities that are given to us and we're supposed to learn and discover them along the way. And as we learn and discover those things along the way, I mean, this is like what we're naturally attuned to. So it's like I always, I wrote a whole thing about this actually, when I was having like my big third eye opening where it was like, I find the law of attraction. So funny. It's a big ego concept. It's like I a desire things. So what do I attract? I attract more desire. That's the law of attraction is you're attracting whatever feeling it is that you're thinking of. If I attract, if I desire money, what is the law of attraction hearing? It's not hearing, let me bring you money. It's hearing you're attracting the desire of money. So then you're just going to desire and desire and desire.
0: Desire is a part of lack Mm -hmm. to desire. Well, first of all, in the world that we're in right now, which the theme is still money, power, fame, we're still viewing money as an energy elevator. It's going to elevate us into a better way of expressing, existing, perceiving, experiencing. What the guides always say is you have to let go of all of that. Abundance is all of your needs are met fully and completely. And there are a plethora of different avenues for that. So perhaps abundance is you need something, because we're physical, we do have needs. You need clothing. You have a service or a good that a clothing designer needs, and that clothing designer connects with you, and they happen to design clothes that you have always been attracted to, but you didn't know this person existed. And suddenly, this person, you grow food that this person wants, and you have that, and so the trading is a part of the abundance. Abundance can be... You're looking for land. We are wanting land to create a permaculture community on. Somebody's got that land. Mm -hmm. We also have something wonderful to trade for that. Or there's something else. There's some other means for that abundance to flow. And you have to get out of the ego idea of what abundance is you have to surrender to source to the process of this abundance because the learning and the enjoyment is in the experience of that and it'll come in and that's the game that's the game that we're here to play that's the manifestation game when you're saying that I always you know when I I hear like I listen to podcasts and I hear other people talk about abundance I have worked the law of attraction long before I had you. I learned about the law of attraction through Abraham Hicks when back in the eighties, I started listening to them in the eighties started practicing at them then through their method, which for me personally, I found didn't work. It's missing pieces. And I've found that, and this isn't a judgment on Esther Hicks or Esther and Jerry Hicks. I'm super happy for all of their, you know, their process, their existence, their profit, all of that. I went and saw her in person years ago after Jerry crossed and I didn't find anything abundant about her so-called channeling of Abraham, except that she's making a lot of profit off of that. And I found that that method that they're working gives her profit on it and it's not ever worked for me and I've worked it to the letter of what Abraham has said to do. So I find that law of attraction is missing aspects. Then I'm shown people who talk about manifesting and about taking full responsibility for yourself and your energy. Absolutely. Yes. People who say, stop giving your power without and bring your power within. Yes, absolutely. People who say you have to focus constantly on what it is that you're wanting to collapse into your field. I get that. But then there's that word want. And... The want means I don't have it and universe is reflective in in this polarity field. And so it's going to reflect to you again, that constant distance of want, because what you want is in a different frequency of being into this frequency. And then I see the reflection of others who are living the yogic path, literally not on an egocentric level, but in a heart space. And I see that they are living an incredibly abundant life and they didn't plan it. They surrender to source, they surrender to the universal flow. And they teach this, they share this with others. Now I have been to some of these people's physical gatherings, physical concerts, at yoga studios, at professional buildings, in churches and cities and things like that. and. I see that they are incredibly content, fulfilled, they're so beautiful. I see that they're always like being aware of their ego and how to use their ego in a way to make life more fun. And they recognize their ego and they call their ego out in public on social media to share it with everybody. I'm still in my process. These are yogis. And they are in this centered, grounded space. And they say, people have asked them about the law of attraction. And this is their answer. And this is like more than five people that I have been tuning into. And I physically met in my life. They say, yeah, I hear that. I hear what you're saying about the law of attraction. And all of those that, you know, channel it. But why would you want to interfere with source's flow? Because when you are trying to control with the law of manifestation, that interferes with source flow because source is the now and all is abundance. We would never have dreamed up the life that we have where we get to travel all over the world. That was never in our plan. We would never be meeting all of these people and have communities all over the world and be, um, you know, chanting mantra or holding yoga workshops or helping people with a higher cleansing diet, you know, a sattvic diet or holding satsang everywhere or kirtan everywhere. And we're all coming together in a gathering in groups. I'm not a leader. I'm literally just called to do this, to bring us together as oneness. This is beyond anything I could have ever conceived in my life when I was younger. And all I did was follow what my higher self asked me to do, which is come on the yogic path. I hear this from people who are also practicing Qigong and Tai Chi as well, who say the same thing. I just follow what my heart said. And I'm doing this daily practice and I gathered in a local dojo or I gathered in a local studio or a a local ashram and this is what I came into and this is what just keeps revealing to me. And now all of a sudden I'm living in the sacred valley of the Incas in Peru and I never would have imagined that. And I just go with the flow and I have all this abundance. No, we don't have a lot of money. That isn't important to us. We have community. We have incredible food wherever we go. People put us up. We have, somebody makes me this beautiful clothes as a, as a gift, as an offering. I never would have imagined that. I'm so fulfilled. And I look at those people who reflect to me and my entire body goes, yes to that. It isn't any sort of a judgment to the other people that I see who are saying, I practice the law of, of attraction. I'm practicing the law of manifestation. I'm constantly focusing on what I want and it collapses into my field. And I am super wealthy and I am an Instagram star and I'm a YouTube star and I'm a Snapchat star and a TikTok star. That's fine. That's, they're enjoying their life. That life to me feels like it's a lot of work. It feels to me like it's a lot of work because I have done my very best multiple times in my life to practice what they're practicing. For me, it's taken a lot of effort. Whereas my path as a yogi, because that's my path in this life, feels easy, it feels free, it feels very loving, I've only quoted one person on social media ever, and that's Bruce Lee, the martial artist. His teacher said to him, Bruce, the easy path is the right path. (laughs) That's the only quote I've ever made. The easy path is the right path. And when we talk about relationships are work, and life is work, and manifesting is work. Why? 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 I worked at my marriage. You know, I worked my ass off. It, it didn't get me anywhere. It just created a lot more problems. It was work. It was hard work because I was taught by my parents. Marriage is work. Partnerships are work. And we work hard and hard work and a hard work ethic. And we work the land and we work our job. That's very depleting to your life force. That's my experience with it. <laughs> All of that, <laughs> yeah, came out of that, but it's true.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you're you're absolutely right, and I'm I'm glad that you said it because I I completely agree. I've found that same pulling feeling, um, and and this is why I say, this is why I I, I challenge the ego with the phrase "We have no control," because the ego responds to that. It responds in a way that says, no, I do. And it, says, and it tries to say it in a multiplicity of different ways so that it can convince you that it does. But in reality, what I, what I mean when I say that is exactly what you said. It's, you have no control without, so why interfere? The people who are speaking of the law of attraction, you know, as they're all people and they're beautiful and these are their lives and these are their choices, this is their energy that is still a karmic path and they're choosing karma. They're choosing to interfere And when you choose to interfere, you're making a choice to come from that want and that want creates a valley where you have to fill something. And then at the end of your life, you're going to be shown all of those valleys and asked if you want more. And if you have not chosen to want nothing, then you're going to ask for more and then you'll be trapped and it's a cycle. And so why, why be trapped in anything? Why be trapped now? Because there's nothing to be trapped in. It's all an illusion. Everything is right here. And when we come into this space of everything is right here, it feels full. And that's where control is. Control is in surrender. It's very paradoxical. But as has become one of my favorite phrases, I thought of this and came to me during, um, after contemplating psychedelic trips, uh, God exists in the space between paradoxes. Mm -hmm. So when two things together make zero sense, and if you say them, Just like that, when I surrender, I have all the control in the world. That makes no sense to the ego, it makes no sense to the mind, but that's where God is.
0: Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I've been reflecting, because I I gave all the bodywork healing sessions on Sunday in Portland, and my second client, she and I did psychedelics together years ago now, a couple of times. And we hadn't seen each other in a little over a year. And we were reflecting upon that with some of the other people that were at the house. And it was so funny because I was recalling like my very first DMT trip, or I call it a journey. My DMT journey with with my bestie twins at their house at the end of January in 2021 and it wasn't any different than a near-death experience or an out-of-body experience. You go down the rabbit hole within yourself, just like, you know, if you go to the dentist, you're going to be put to sleep. <laughs> you go down, down in the darkness. And then all of a sudden, like, I come back up mm-hmm. and everything is turned on a billion times magnified. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, all of the electric colors. <laughs> you just look around and you... and the first thing I know and I feel is I'm the creator of this reality. Why am I still listening to the ego as much as I am? That's hilarious. The ego and I'm speaking this to them and I'm like the ego still thinks it has control. <laughs> I laughed. I literally. Heard my head go back. I felt my throat chakra open up and I saw this massive cobalt blue funnel come right out and I cackled like a hyena and they both were like, (laughs) they're all electric. There's just, there's just all this psychedelic, electrical, multicolored lights coming out of both of them. And one looks like, one looks like a goddess tree and the other one looks like this crone old witch oh yeah that's what then they're twins and that was what they represented to me the two archetypes that they represented to me one looked like this incredible like um athena but like uh she looked like a a tree spirit athena goddess venusian and the other one was the wise old crone with the eye. (laughs) you know i've got the eye Perseus, (laughs) Perseus with <laughs> and, and I was like laughing. And I just was like, I said, man, we really allow the ego to dupe us. Like, we like that. We like the game of that. And everything was now. Everything was now. And all the questions that we had written down that we were gonna ask when we were under, under the journey. I immediately felt they were completely ridiculous. They were they were questions that came from the ego for the ego of the ego by the ego. Everything was for the ego. And I started to laugh and, and one of them said, you know, do you want me to ask you your questions now? And I said, <laughs> these questions are so irrelevant. <laughs> I like, they're so amusing that the ego would even want to know. And I said, because first of all, I already know all the answers. And second of all, I said they they have no application whatsoever to this life. And I said, why do we think that we always want all this control? And I look around and everything is flowing in the now. Everything's flowing. And I see the little one-eyed fox up in the grids above me. And that's representative of the ego. And it's just looking at me and blinking. And I'm like... <laughs> You're a little trickster. And I'm just looking around at the grids flowing, grids of landscape. And I look at the grids and they're electric. They're lines. They're ley lines. It's the matrix. And it, I look down and it's all coming from my solar plexus. It's coming from my chakras, but especially the solar plexus. And I'm like, and I can feel it coming out and it's connecting me to everything. It's like, wow. And When I reflect upon that very first massive psychedelic experience with Akasha Bark, I immediately go, why do we really continue to feed into the idea of manifestation, law of attraction? Why do we continue to feed that? It's a loop. It gets us nowhere when all we need to do is surrender to the flow of life. And love where we're at. As you know, I finally, this year, when we moved here to this tiny farm town, I finally have come into this space of loving living where we're at. I love being here. I love it. I don't want to move. Now watch Universe will give me something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Universe will go, "Oh, now let's bring it to Egypt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I love living here. It's really amazing and joyous. Everything that I need is here. This is it. I have finally stepped out of the ego and stepped into the now. It doesn't mean the ego doesn't come in every day. It does. The ego comes in every day all the time. It's a smaller voice still now. And I'll, you know, I laugh at it. It comes in and it goes, yeah, but we we should be creating something right now. We should be taking steps to manifest. It does. You need to go to that place and make something happen. You need to pick up the phone and make a phone call and make something There isn't enough going on right now. We're not important right now. We don't have enough things coming in. right. Every day the ego does that. It's very tiny now though. You need to make something happen. What are we creating right now? Are you taking enough action? (laughs) (laughs) You need to connect with so-and-so and find out what's going on. Something's going on. You need to be a part of that. Do you know what's happening in the world right now? Have you tuned in? Go on to Instagram. Go see what's going on. You better watch YouTube and see what's happening right now. You could be left out. You could be missing something. You're not traveling like you wanted to be. You're missing out on the big spiritual evolution. There's a higher consciousness going on right now. You better go outside and walk barefoot and do some earthing and check in with the pulse of the collective consciousness my ego does that often what are you taking action on today what have you put out there for people you need to be important
1: (laughs) yeah it's all useless stuff
0: I think it's totally hilarious too. It is and,
1: very funny. I, yeah, I, I, it's funny. <laughs> it's it, when you can observe it; it's very, very obvious.
0: I also, I'll sometimes, I'll like I'll have this little dialogue, and I'll say, like, I'll be driving to go into the system job, and I'm like, "Really, ego?" Mm-hmm. Out loud. Is it really that important? Well, it could be. <laughs> is it, if it's important to you, you go sit over there, and you sit with that. You have a good time. I'm right here right now. Oh, look, there's the farm. Let's stop and get a watermelon.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Because
0: everything's happening at this farm. Because guess what? This farm is right here in my now. And that feels good to go in there. I'll put a pause on my system job. I'm going to go into the farm right now. Oh, look, there's community. Oh, look, there's there's my favorite yellow doll watermelon. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, look, I'm going to have a conversation with the people that work here. Ego, you go and you sit with Instagram there. You go sit with YouTube and you have fun with your importance of what's going on in Egypt. I'm going to go here to the farm that's in my now. That's what I have to do. Yeah. Like this is important. We're not traveling. Why do we want to travel? Have you been to the airport lately? Do you know know what it's
1: like? The idea is always grander than the actual experience.
0: It's totally that. It's totally that. The grass is so much greener over there. I have to go over there and I've experienced that. My friends have experienced that. My family's experienced that. My clients have experienced that. Oh, there's so, so much bigger and they get over there. I got over there. What happened when I was over there? The same thing that happened when I was here. We just changed the scene.
1: Yep,
0: <laughs> That's all we did. I changed the scene. And literally when I got to Peru, when we got to Cusco, I was like, I was super excited. It was so much fun. And then it was like, yeah, but I still feel the same as I did when I was in Oregon. Now I just have these mountains to get to know. Okay, let's go out and get to know the lay of the land. I had the exact same feelings. I had the exact same issues. My ego was doing the exact same thing. I was in the greener grass. But then guess what? There were some things that they didn't have that were better that they have in Oregon. So I was like, okay, I ran out of that and I can only get that in Oregon. Now I kind of miss that. Well, maybe somebody could ship it to me from Oregon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and i have a client and a friend who recently just experienced the same thing and she was in peru this is amazing but then she says to me but i'm kind of missing portland <laughs>
1: yeah yeah i um so I much for
0: f- that law of attraction <laughs>
1: It's, it's all, it's all within you. The only, the only thing that you have control over is how much you allow yourself to surrender to the experience so that you can fully witness what is joyous and beautiful about being in that moment.
0: That's it. And so it it always comes back to me, always this archetype that I have of all of my yogis, everybody, whether I know them in person, whether I know them through social media, are the yogis who reflect back to me. One of them actually said on, on social media, she said, you know, why don't you just surrender to what is and allow source to flow and see what that experience is like. Have you done that? If you have, leave a comment. How many of you have just given given that a chance to just let go of the ideas And just live present and see what's here for you. Deal with your ego and surrender to the process of life. How many of you have done that?
1: Thank you so much uh, to everyone who listened to this week's episode of the podcast. Uh, Feel free to check us out on Instagram at One Long Conversation to get some updates on our future episodes, our future content. Um, you can also follow us on Patreon and become a member. We have a lot of interesting and awesome perks and uh, cool ways to connect with us and, and our community that we're forming there. So go over to Patreon uh, at One Long Conversation and you'll find us there. Um, we also have these episodes going out on YouTube now. So if you go to YouTube yet again at One Long Conversation, uh, you will find video versions of these episodes. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much. We'll see you next time.